Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Sarah. Coming up, who on the show keeps their sex tape in its own storage unit? We're not even kidding. Plus, our thoughts on Robert Lee and the whole ESPN mess up. And tomorrow night for our 200 episode. Our 200 episode, our 200 episode. We're doing a happy hour at Whitlow's on Wilson in Arlington, Virginia from 5 to 7 p.m. Come see us. We have a $100 in free bar tab to give you to say thanks. All right, Mervis Diamond, are you in the market for an engagement ring? Or maybe you're like Paul and me and you want to celebrate a career milestone. They're the best. We love working with them. Hit their website, MervisDiamond.com, or you can email Sarah at HeyFrage.com. Paul Wharton Style at Yahoo.com will hook you up with Jonathan, the owner, to make a personal appointment. You can also check out our other awesome sponsor, which is Crystal City Bid. Their Fridays at the Fountain are happening now. If you need to unwind after a busy week, try Fridays at the Fountain in Crystal City, a weekly pop-up beer and wine garden with great live music in an outdoor beautiful setting. More details at crystalcity.org. All right, here we go. Yeah! Can you hear this Facebook live? Here we go. Hey, crazy, crazy. 
to be here. This is like one of the favorite things that I do in my whole career. Yeah. Really? It is. I love that. I love that. Because, you know, you have a lot do of I options. Do I get a car? A car? <laughs> From where? It's the 200th episode. <laughs> Who's giving stuff out, right? You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> well, we have cake that know, we've destroyed. Right? Okay. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. Um, so, you guys, thank you for being with us for all 200 episodes. We are now on Spotify. Be sure to listen to us at Spotify and also follow the podcast show. Um, Paul, what's yes. been going on? How was your weekend? Currently, we only see each other once a week for this show, which we need to do more often. Uh, no. Because we have so many things happening. Well, you but- know, the difference of this last weekend is I watch actually you. Normally, you watch me on Instagram, like, having this fabulous life. And I'm looking up, and I'm seeing you, like, what's up? You're in, like, the presidential suite of the Hyatt. Okay, can we discuss this? Because I actually, I want to know how you handle this because mm-hmm. I actually felt really guilty about this. And, and the excess? The excess. Yeah. Do you ever feel guilty? Nope. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bit. No, I'm just kidding. No. I really want to overcome yeah. that because I think to myself, why? I work hard. Like, I shouldn't feel badly when good things happen, right? But this past weekend, a lot of good things happened. So Hyatt had been, I'd been talking to them forever, and they said, hey, why don't you and Dan come out for a staycation mm-hmm. in Tyson? So I was like, all right, cool. I'll do that. So I come out, and then worlds collide. The OJs were supposed to be staying in this presidential suite. The OJs, the group, which I didn't even mm-hmm. know what they sing, but I guess they sing Soul Train. I gotta bring yeah, that up. Yeah, let's look it up. Um, gotta, people uh, all the world. Hey, <laughs> join hands. Join Love Train. Love Train. People all the world. Nothing about it. Join hands. It's I like, know, I gotta like, look. Oh, really? Like oh, you only music. imitate a black voice. You don't know black music? Yeah, it, it, don't. Yeah. Oh, Doubt. Keep it right there. This Keep like it tight. Music. Anyway, <laughs> I know. I, I really ought to know them, but I don't. So you so took the anyway, AJ's room. The so OJ's the, room. The OJ's, yeah. right. They weren't going to stay. They had another show. So anyway, we get upgraded to this amazing presidential suite. I'm like, this is unbelievable. But then Dan also surprises me this weekend, which I should have brought it. Okay, he. I always am bitching about how I want him to be sp- more spontaneous. Is this a sign of the ring. Okay. So we're staying at the suite. He had to work all day. Then he comes back and he brings me a gift. He usually never brings me gifts like unexpected. And I open it up and it's this amazing, you know, I'm obsessed with novelty clutches. Yeah. So it's a taco bag novelty uh-huh. clutch, which is just like, too much, right? So you're like, what right. the hell? Why would you want this? The ice cream tub was just about as far as I was willing to let you okay, go. No, no. Wait till I bring this one in. It's a taco bag. Full taco bag. So I mean, I just had an amazing amount Does of it guilt say Taco this Bell weekend. On it? No, God, I hope not. No, it's no. It just says I think uh, Viva La Taco. Oh, okay. Or Los Viva Los Tacos okay. or something. But it's cute. So it was cute. Yeah. But then I end up feeling like, okay, this weekend has been amazing, right? I'm getting like gifts and I'm staying. It just seemed like too much. Do you ever feel that way? Well, I mean, I don't think there's anything there to feel bad about, right? But I feel like, oh, my God, things are going so well. I almost feel a little guilt. Like, wow, that's like, instead of just being like, you know what? Yeah, I I deserve this. I never feel like. 
Yeah. I like enjoy giving than I enjoy receiving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I felt a bit more balanced when I was the ambassador against hunger at the Capital Area Food Bank because I did that for like five years. So the yeah. Capital Area Food Bank, for those of you that don't know, it's a part of Feeding America. And in D.C., they feed over 500,000 people a year with 30 million pounds of food, half of which is fresh produce. And I used to be their ambassador against hunger and go out and host events for them and talk and on the news and different things about the hunger epidemic in D.C because D.C. is ranked like number one in child hunger. Which is shocking, right? So we I seem was like doing we something every week for them. And, you know, the the um, original founder, she retired and there was a new CEO. So I kind of just drifted away from that. And so when I do have those moments of excess, like you right. have a lot of recently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, when I was actually doing something I, for other people all the time, constantly, I would feel a bit more balanced. Now it's just yeah. excessive. <laughs> now I just live in excess. Yeah. So anyway, that was my weekend. Yeah. But how are you? Because you're looking amazing, and I'm obsessed with these gorgeous turtle oh cufflinks that you have. Crazy. Thank have you. you seen these? Oh, that's so cute. These will you go well who, with my taco bag. You know who, um, who I got these from is Kaz. You know Kaz, the Kaz collection? Yes, 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 yes. yes. He's amazing. Does he still have a store? He in... does, he works more client to client, that kind of thing. Designing suits. He's really cool. He's it's a, great a great friend designer. of mine, Kaz. KazLifestyle.com, I, I think it is. Those are really cool. Thank you well, so much. I haven't really done very much other than work. You know, my book is coming out in January. Right. As you all know, because I've talked about it a lot, and I plan to talk about it even more. So well, we better have a book signing. We're going to have yeah. a book signing. We're going to do that, definitely. So basically, my fabulous publisher who they're used to doing all these amazing books but mostly novels and when they were sending me back the um, interior of my book I just wasn't that impressed with the way it looked I was like god that's not how I envisioned it looking so I've really just been working on that with them so I ended up bringing someone on that's going to help me get it exactly the way I need it to be. And we're on point. We're on track. January 16th. It's a uh, pre-sale right now on Amazon.com. Oh, so well, I'm, I'm dying to hear. I feel like you haven't gone out. I mean, I know you've been, um, you know, sort of in this love kind of trying, not really love triangle, but you're sort of in this love friend, like with this hot guy from Brussels. Yeah. But I miss your dating stories. I know. Well, so I what's going on? Are you? Well... <laughs> I can't say. Okay, we can can move on. Actually, there's nothing much really happening. So, I mean, I'm open in the meantime. I mean, I guess as long as you don't have... When are you no longer single? Like, you are no longer single, but you're not married. So, at what point are you... Like, can I still date other people? I feel... I think once you've moved in with the person, you're no... I don't know. It's all about the discussions you've Mm -hmm. had with them, really. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the agreement you made? Do you know what I mean? Like, I have agreed not to have sex with other people with Dan. You know? I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay. (laughs) I am keeping my vagina in my pants. You know, that's what I've agreed to, right? right? But you have to just have that conversation. But there are many couples that are totally cool at any stage with you can see other people. Yeah, I'm at an age and a stage where you got to try a lot of different things to make sure. I mean, you know, who knows what's going to be right, you know? Oh, my God. I feel like you absolutely do. I need to date several people and then make my decision. But he's definitely a contender in Brussels. Well, um, we missed that. So we're hoping that you, like, fall off the wagon and have some indiscretion. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Look, we have a ton, though, to get to on the show. We need to talk the nude celebrity hack. These guys haven't seen the nude photos of Tiger Woods and Lindsey Vaughn. I, I, I guess I'm, you know, I'm a sexual delinquent, I think. So mm-hmm. I've been looking at these photos and I find it hard to believe that they're them. Okay. Is it like wrong? Am I like sharing porn? 
Am I like sharing violating people's uh, privacy by that? I don't know. Mm, I mean, it's a news topic, so. Oh, good. So then we can you safely know? look. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it if it were you. But I wouldn't. here's the thing. Yeah. This is what kills me about celebrities. Why are you taking bent over full nude pictures of your hoo ha, mm. knowing that it's going to get out? Right. Here's the thing. I just pose naked in my bikini or whatever on my own Snapchat, yeah. and I just control the message. Like, sure. This is what it is. People have basically seen me nude. I have one boob that's bigger than the other. I really wouldn't care. Yeah. Okay. Well, my muff just, is embarrassing, but who cares? All right. But sometimes you just <laughs> want to commemorate the moment. You know, if you're having, have you ever had no. like some really good sex and you're just like, damn, I know I'm going to be thinking about that later. Like that little one piece is going to run me for a couple of weeks, but you just want to commemorate the moment. I mean, you know, you don't want the pictures to necessarily get do you, out. Do you have photos in your past that you would be really nervous about that, that would get out? Mm, no, I made a video. You did? Yeah, I made a video with a... Um, I love that. Yeah, I made a video. Does it ever look good? <laughs> I Dude, made a video like and then got a storage unit just for my BlackBerry. This is way too much. Do you know how we said earlier, was there one thing that... Yes, I'll confess something. <laughs> sure. Confess? I made a video with a, um, with a person... Who we shouldn't have been making that video probably, and <laughs> and then I was so paranoid about what would happen with the with the video. I got a storage unit way out far somewhere, and it's still in there on my on my old BlackBerry. And sometimes I I mean since then I've gone to power it up to see if it's still where it's still there. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! It's, you still it's, have it's it. also known as my four hundred one k. <laughs> Why have we not capitalized? All right, yes. wait. We'll we'll just hold off for a little bit. Yeah, Paul, we gotta catch that in. Yeah, we'll, so you're maybe. still paying for the cell phones bill for that BlackBerry too? So just in case, if you need to send it, email no, it? it's still on there. There's no uh, service, but oh. you can just power it up, and the video's on there. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, th- do you watch it? Good when old you go BlackBerry. Back? Do you watch oh. it when you go yeah, back there? Yeah, this guy. <laughs> Um, anyway, so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit more about that. Also, um, if you work in this industry, you're more likely to become an alcoholic. And this story is really depressing. I think we both know people that work in this industry. Mm-hmm. And actually, this industry is becoming more prevalent. So I thought we'd discuss that. In this industry or the bar industry? No, the bar industry. Okay, so yeah. in, in that industry. So okay. we'll talk about that story. Mm-hmm. And then also, a gay couple here in D.C. went into a restaurant, a high-end restaurant. And this has been a big story this week. And they claim that the waiter, they wanted to share a hot fudge sundae together at the okay. end of their dinner. And that the waiter basically How came over. How did you say that? You didn't laugh. They wanted to share a hot fudge sundae. Okay. A <laughs> hot fudge sundae. Um, what else? That was it. They said it was like the best. They had a fabulous dinner until they got to the dessert. And then the waiter says to them, two gentlemen do not share you know, out of one bowl, two spoons. We don't do that. I'll bring them to you in separate bowls. I'll quote exactly what the guy says. Okay. But people are very upset. This couple was upset. They wrote to the Washington Post saying they felt this was very homophobic. And I just, I don't know if I agree with that. Because I have a story of going to a high-end restaurant, and I don't think that it was homophobic. But, you so know, are you I'm, saying the I'm restaurant? not always woke, so I don't know. So I, in the restaurant... 
What, the prime rib, right? The prime rib is the restaurant, Okay, so right. I went to the prime rib after my high school graduation. That's where I had my, like, after graduation meal. Okay. And they are stuffy as hell. I mean, you get an amazing steak. It's fabulous service. I remember feeling like a million bucks, but I did remember, like, uh-oh, which fork is which? Which glass is which? Of course, I was still a high school student, but well, just graduating. But, I mean, it's that kind of place. So, here, we'll get into this story right now. I'll, I wouldn't I'll like find- it, though. The exact quote. Um, Ron Gage and his partner, Henry McKinnon, um, said they didn't see it coming. By the way, Prime Rib is a restaurant where the men have to wear blazers. Okay, so you have to wear a blazer. You can't come in. with No jeans allowed for women. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it came to dessert, we asked for one Sunday with two spoons, according to Gage. The server said uh, he would bring it in separate dishes. He said it wouldn't look right with two gentlemen eating out of the same Sunday. It doesn't go with the ambiance of the restaurant. Uh, Gage goes on to say, we were speechless. We nodded. We weren't expecting it. Okay, do you think that that is, he's referring to the two of them being gay, like being a gay couple? Um, well, I think it, I mean, in this climate, it's hard to say. I think we're all super sensitive about when people say things like that to us. Like, I would have popped off in the moment, but I think it's probably important to talk that through with that restaurant because I can see them... You know, I can see them totally being um, being like that because well, they actually gave me a blazer when I was there. Right, they will. They'll give I just you had a blazer. flashback. I'm like, wait a minute, they gave me a blazer. Here's you know. here's my issue with this. Okay, so I went to this restaurant. Dan and I went to this restaurant, Marcel's in D.C., which mm-hmm. is this high high end French restaurant. Right? It's it's absolutely amazing. It's delicious, but. When we went, we, we usually go to restaurants and we order different things and then we share it, right? Yeah. So we order meal, we ordered two different entrees, and then we each had like a couple bites and we were going to trade. So we went to trade plates and the waiter immediately came over and they were like, no, 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 no. We do not, you don't exchange plates here. That's not this kind of restaurant. If you guys want to try something, you both want to try each thing, we'll bring them out in separate plates. But... I wasn't offended by that. I felt like that was the ambiance sure. of the restaurant, yeah. right? We were like tacky redneck people <laughs> that didn't realize you're at a five-star, you know, French restaurant. And yeah. he came right over, and he was very, I mean, I, I wouldn't call him nice about it, but, but I understood their process. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't know. I thought that story got way out of hand this week. I'm like, I feel like it goes with the ambiance. Like, the guy's saying to you, two gentlemen sure. don't share. It's like tacky Absolutely. redneck American. And I can get with that. Okay, good. I so am I, am I actually right on this one? <laughs> I think I think you're right. Yeah, I do. Anyway, I, I, I do. thought that was. I, I just thought that was. I crazy. mean, in their own K Street in D.C., they've been. They're a staple in D.C. The Prime Rib. I mean, it would be pretty difficult to be homophobic. I mean, not saying that you couldn't be, but it would be hard to kind of. Right. All these years later, that they're many years, really homophobic. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about this new app? You know, you've been in the marketing world. You're so good at marketing and PRing yourself. Uh, but there's a new app out called Circus, and it's an emerging app that allows restaurants and businesses to quickly manufacture their ideal crowd and pay people to stand in line like extras on a movie set Mm. so um you know when you would go to a neighborhood restaurant or you walk by like your neighborhood restaurant and you see a line of people essentially this article is saying you no longer can expect those people to actually genuinely be there by word of mouth for the buzz because what circus will do is pay people to stand in line to download your podcast to engage with you the way that you want and they're saying that this could kill the pr world because instead of hiring a PR person, you hire Circus the app. Yeah, but they, they don't come back, in. though. The whole thing about PR is getting people that will that will come, they'll see it, they'll tell their friends, they'll come back, and they'll become customers. But if your business picked an audience of beautiful people, like, so you're... you got to keep paying them? 
It's almost like when you get a really hot girl, like if you're a guy that wants a girl and you go out and you get this hot girl, you spoil her. The first date, oh baby, let me take you out. I'm going to get you, you know, you can have chicken and shrimp. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you bring her flowers. You take her to the Hyatt, to the penthouse. You know, there's no place else to go there but downhill. You know, if you pay them the first time, you're going to have to keep paying them to come back. So you don't think that it attracts then other people? It's just a flash in the pan. It's a moment. It's a moment. Yeah, okay. but then when those people stop going, people say, oh, this place isn't cool anymore. Interesting. He it says that hot. it's going to revolutionize the PR and marketing business. He says that people are drawn to places with other good-looking people. Um, and instead of hiring a PR person, if you hire them repeatedly, they bring beautiful people in that will attract others. They also – they claim they have an actual algorithm to it. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but they pair – people companies with the right audience and mm -hmm. if successful those people also will post it on their social media and it would attract other people like them okay uh, circus is the app i'm now i'm tempted to try i mean it. i'm interested in it but i just think that i mean there's things that you can give people you know you can give them a free cocktail you can do things like that but i just think any new spot it's just hard to pay the people that come to look good. No, I think you're right. Consistently. Uh, Tiger Woods, you heard this week, sicked his lawyers on a website that released nude photos of uh, Tiger Woods, as well as Miley Cyrus, Kristen Stewart, Stella Maxwell, and others. I want to show you these because I love, I actually really enjoy the website B. Scott. Do you ever go on her, oh, yeah. her site? Yeah, it's really, she'll, she'll like post things that, you know, you shouldn't actually post, which I really appreciate. So I just don't believe, okay, there's no way. That's not her. This is not safe for work. <laughs> Let me see. That's Photoshop. Oh, you know what? Wait, wait. All right, hold on, hold on. I'll find. Do you? First of all, that's. There's no way that's her. She looks great. Whoever that is. Whoever that is, but it's not. Whoever that is looks fantastic. Oh, I feel like they probably had to take this down off her website. Um, I'll keep looking. But anyway, Tiger Woods. This is what kills me. So apparently, this was a hacking thing again. And the first guy that hacked, remember when Jennifer Lawrence and everybody yeah. came out? Well, that guy's going to He's in jail for like sure. two years, sure. right, for that. Yeah. So they're going to get to the bottom of who did this hack. But they released, it just blows my mind. Why are you Tiger Woods taking nude photos? Lindsey Vaughn, Kristen Stewart. Don't you realize in this day and age you're such a target? You mean to tell me that we can figure out who hacked these celebrities' phones for their pictures, but we can't figure out who hacked the DNC's emails? What the fuck is going on? What is going on? Well, we do. I think we do know. But Debbie Wasserman Schultz is, like, hiding a laptop somewhere. So it's, like, it's basically she, yeah, that's, like, the reason. Anyway, um, I wanted to show you them because I, I just didn't know if, I wanted to see, like, I feel like, Paul, you'd be able to identify if it was really Tiger Woods' body. Okay. You know? Well, you know, I'd be mad if my situation didn't look right. I mean, you know, mm. if you catch me in a good night, you know, good angle, it's nice and, like, temperature's about 75, you know, everything is hanging right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Not, like, 62 in the house and everything's all pulled up. I might let you run it. Go on and run it. Because if you think about it, remember Tiger Woods did have the whole. Oh wait, hold on, hon. You know what? If you're gonna talk, we gotta figure out. I, I gotta figure out actually if you are on. I was saying with Tiger Woods, the fact that he slept with how many women? Like 50 women. Obviously, he has to be packing. 
or he paid a, or he lost no, a lot of money. He had a lot of money. He lost yeah. a lot of money. So that means if you actually see what he's working with, and if it's not an eggplant, we're looking at like a like a bottom of little peas. What are we gonna do? Well, money is yeah. the so great like, equalizer. It really doesn't matter. Um, by the way, this is Danny, who is our who's a longtime fan and listener, and you came and co-hosted actually yeah. with me. She did when we were yeah when yeah. we were in between Paul. So thank you for joining. So if you pop in and out, I. Let me know, okay? Because okay. we, we just have to either pot you up or pot you down. Working with something pretty good there, actually. That's why I wanted you to confirm, but I'll have to find him. Who I am I, like the dick whisperer? Yes, you, Are you checking him in his golf pants there? Like when he when he was like teeing up and stuff? <laughs> no, I just, none of these pictures have like Lindsey Vaughn or Tiger Woods face, which I feel like obviously, okay, smart, right? They're not yeah. going right. to put their faces. But then at the same time, I'm like, is that really them? Because they're like completely like, she's like bent over like spready. I'm like, are you really doing that? What are you doing? But why do we care anymore about Oh, well, I'm obsessed situation. with new pictures. Don't you want to know, like, what they... I don't know. I Not love unless news. I want to have sex with them. Really? I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nope. I, okay, maybe it's just me. I enjoy a celebrity sex tape. Don't you want to know if you're making love like the stars? I do. Oh. Sorry. I, mean, I never so thought about so it that way. <laughs> but, um... Anyway, the other story I wanted to get to and find out, and Danny and Joelle were surrounded by millennials on this show. Yeah. So... What I want to know is a business insider just came out with the businesses that millennials are killing. So I just want to go like rapid fire through mm-hmm. five okay. and find out if you guys really are not into these items or if you are. Uh, so they say millennials are killing cereal. 40% of millennials surveyed said cereal was an um, inconvenient breakfast choice, mostly because they're eating on the run. Is that true? No. You guys eat cereal or not? As, as uh AJ, your mic's on too. It's a millennial. I eat cereal all the time. I mean, what, what, and it's what, cheap, what can you do faster than cereal? A, a, a cereal bar? Okay. Well, that's I don't good. agree with that. Joelle? I eat cereal like three times a day. So <laughs> <laughs> I eat cereal all day long. All right, well, yeah. this is, okay. Even I knew that. Uh, what about this one? Golf. They say that millennials are not into golf. Anybody have it any takes interest? Too long. I live next to a golf course, and it's the most boring thing I think I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> all right, perfect. She's I'm not a golfer, but I know I have a lot of friends that live in upstate New York, and that's all they do. All the all the teens. Gosh. What about this one? Bars of soap. Danny, you use a bar of soap? Yeah, I use that though. Get that shit out my face. I'm only chilling with. <laughs> I'm only chilling with dub dub body wash with the scrub here? beads. Right. Don't throw up. Don't throw a bar of soap in there. That Bath and Body Works. I, I know. I'm like, uh, also liquid fabric softener. Do you guys use it? Do you guys even do your own laundry? They say millennials are not even, they don't even know what liquid yeah, fabric softener are. Throw, throw black and whites in the same one. Put yeah. cold water on. You're ready to go. Wait, black and whites in the same? No, 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 no. Yeah, put cold water. Separate. Use the um, shout color catcher. There you what? go. You have to separate. Um, and they say, lastly on the list is handbags, which I thought was super disappointing. So millennials are no longer into designer handbags. Is that true? That because is so we not can't true. Afford I it. just bought myself a Tory Burch bag. <laughs> Anyway, so I wanted to find out your thoughts. Uh, AJ, though, has all the news and pop culture on the show, and she has so many good stories that we need to discuss today. So, Hi, AJ. Hi, guys. Congrats on 200. Thank you. First and foremost. We don't look a day over 50, right? You're real honest to God. I mean, it's it's probably your skincare that's keeping mm-hmm. it all together, right? It's keeping it tight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Dr. Ruff. Yeah. Uh, so we have so much today. I, I mean, I couldn't even condense it into three, so we're just kind of going to do a rapid fire of like a bunch of stories. Okay. okay. The first one's being called an unfortunate coincidence, and the coincidence is a name. Okay. So two weeks ago, Charlottesville, whole big thing, taking down Confederate monuments, Robert E. Lee was the name. 
Right. Now there's, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys heard the story, an ESPN uh, announcer, a sports announcer, is now being called off the bench, or the announcing stand because his name is Robert Lee. And they're worried it's going to cause controversy. What do you guys think? What if I think it's r- totally ridiculous. Ridiculous. Outrageously ridiculous. To me, and, and Paul, you've worked in the mm-hmm. media business for a long time, but I think this is so what happens to big... So ESPN, obviously, ESPN. they're the ones that pulled this off for this University of Virginia. It was like their home opener, it right? It was a William and Mary game in Virginia. So First Virginia, yeah, right. Being in media, to me, this is a very typical media... Um, Move right. Brass reaction. Brass yeah. reaction because I think lots of times the me- the management in media, um, they just it becomes like they overthink it, mm-hmm. and they just aren't in touch. I feel like with viewers, you know sure. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it was just such a bo- it was such a bad move. They're just then in it, touch with each other. They're just <laughs> causing <laughs> they're causing more attention. I don't really yeah. think anybody would really yeah. bring this out of proportion and say you know they're, they're thinking there's going to be memes and he's going to be all over the internet. Like how could they? With that's the- better for the ratings. I mean, listen, <laughs> I just think it's absolutely absurd. And this man probably has fans or people that have followed right. him and supported him because he's been doing it for a long time. Right? He's actually a new up and coming. Now, are there other younger, people that have? Was there ever an Adolf out there? I mean, was there? Are there other people with the, with the same <laughs> right, what name? What Adolf that, Hitler? Right, uh, right. I don't know if there's ever been an Adolf Hitler. I don't know if there's a Hitler, but I mean, there <laughs> must be an Adolf. Adolf. <laughs> yeah, but the Got problem me. is, it was like the Robert Lee. I mean, all you gotta yeah, do but is that's like, a lot of people's names. That's like John Smith. Come on. Robert Lee. He's also Asian. You know what I mean? So Lee is a typically. Oh, very you Asian. didn't say that part. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course his last name is Lee. Anyway, this morning Wait. I woke up and ESPN was getting trolled. I was like, oh, God, what a bad. I know. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like it. survey somebody outside of your building before you make mm-hmm. that call. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. They hadn't even. Which, by the way, just a side note: Is anyone else wondering? Like, we live in D.C. What's going to happen to Robert E. Lee's house? You know, they've taken down all the right. statues. Are we going to burn the house down? Do we keep the house? What do we do with the house? I don't know. I'm I don't just, know what's going to happen. Because you know, Robert E. Lee's home is also. Um, Arlington National Cemetery. So that's where several people are. Uh, several. Oh yes, the home you know, of Robert E. Lee. Thousands of uh, thousands of soldiers are buried there. Buried there. So I'm like, wait a minute. Do we boycott Robert E. Lee's home, but then we're paying for it by taxpayers? I don't know. I'm so confused. What do we do with Robert E. Lee's house? I, that's I, a whole I, other thing. Why hasn't there been a boycott? I'm thinking of going up there. I don't know. I actually worked at Arlington National Cemetery during college. Oh like, wow! You, for the summer. Like this in the past tour. summer? No, like when I was an undergrad. So I did it for during the summer sessions. Like I sold tickets for the tour. And people from all over the world come to Arlington National Cemetery. Go first of all, they think Robert E. Lee's house is the White House. That's a little confusing, especially. <laughs> oh jeez. But it's is owned, this the White House? It's, it's yellow. <laughs> it's yellow. But like, it's owned it, by the they... park police. Like the park police like takes right. care of it, shuts it down. The slave quarters are still there. It's very what? historic. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So people take a tour and you actually like learn from it. It needs to stay. Okay. I feel okay. like it needs to stay. Yeah, okay. They're about to get about 25 Robert E. Lee statues. You're going to see them in all kinds of different forms. Sure. On the horse, exactly. off the horse. <laughs> I plucked out from the kids. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, go on. I just That was a side note. I just keep thinking, when are, when are they going to burn the house down or something? That's a whole other controversy. Yeah. So many different things. So I'm just going to end with a quote from them, and then we'll move on. Um, ESPN said, we collectively made the decision with Robert to switch games as the tragic events in Charlottesville, yada, yada. And Lee's very happy to switch games. So he's now going to be on a different game, and they just put in another announcer. So he's not losing any, oh, okay. any showing. Oh, I thought they were but, pulling him all together. Yeah. 
No, and if I were him, I would sue. It's like, I'd hey, like, look, screw assholes, you guys, just you because my name. Yeah, right. I mean, talk about discrimination. Right. You're discriminating against an Asian man who has just as much credibility to be there broadcasting with these two other guys. Exactly. And you're not going to use me because of my name? I mean, mm. that's. I hope that guy sues. It's like, that's the dumbest move I've ever heard. He's trying to keep his job, Sarah. He's talking Extra. about Robert Lee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I were him, I would sue. I'm like, mm. Right. You well, would. Look. The that's is, part of that white privilege we were talking about. Know. You know, I would never even look. If I sue, that's it. It's oh, look, me and you. You would sue. I mean, come on. You I would sue when I'm ready to roll. Well, wait, I mean, who's going to hire the guy now? I mean, you're. They basically brought up an issue that wasn't an issue, tainted his name. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, Everywhere now that guy goes. He can't go anywhere. He's go- stuck. Exactly. Right. So you can't sue. I think anybody would. <laughs> Anyone would sue. It's like, all right. Damn. I got another story that I think was blown way out of proportion. I think I expected way too much out of this. It was the Monday eclipse. I thought it was <gasps> going to be right. black. I thought people would be running sure. out of the street. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there at a watch party and I'm like, oh my God, did it happen? I put my glasses back on. What? You didn't love it? Oh, I thought it was really cool, but I kept on looking at it. And then by the time I, I kept, I looked back, it was, it was over. Oh. No, I, I loved it, it but, but I thought it was going to get a little bit darker. Was that just me? You thought like uh, the no, whole I area it was. was well. I knew it wasn't going to be blackout, but I mean, it was still really sunny. But I think it was legitimately a rainstorm. I don't think anything <laughs> happened because it started raining afterwards. I was like, oh, so that was rain coming. <laughs> oh my god, I thought there was going to be something uh, something else. But um, I got some numbers for you guys. Five point one million viewers watched the solar eclipse on Monday. Loved it. Netflix usage actually dropped ten percent during the solar eclipse, so people actually were like, hey, let me pay attention okay. to something else. Five point one million viewers watched <laughs> it on TV. One. Uh, watched it where? Like this outside? Was on, yeah, this was on TV, but I don't think they, they can't know about it. So, uh, okay. way I mean, more millions of people. Everybody was, like, outside. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, mean, I was near Thomas Circle, and it was just covered in people. Oh, I thought it yeah. was actually surprisingly really cool. Like, with the glasses. And oh, then yeah. people made all these cereal boxes where you, like, <laughs> looked into the cereal box, and it was reflected back. That was really cool. And I was like, damn, that actually worked. Actually worked. Wow. All these amazing. Yeah, it was hilarious. I mean, they literally put foil over like Cheerios boxes and like and, like pasta boxes, and I'm like, you what could is that? Take a cereal box. You anyway, you cut it out. You put a piece of tin foil on it. Long story short, but when you looked into it, it would reflect back, and you would see the half moon like kind of closing in. It was really cool. Yeah. And for something that only happens once every hundred years, mm-hmm. I was like, that's pretty cool because probably we're not going to be here for the next one. I thought I remember. Probably not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought I remember having an eclipse in my lifetime. No? Well, no, you ha- you've, we've had partial eclipses. Okay. You have many partial eclipses, but you don't usually have a full-on eclipse like with the sun and the moon so close to okay. the earth. That was basically the last that. one that was coast to coast was in 1917, and the next one is going to be in 2024. So we're wow. not, it's only seven seven years away. This next yeah. one's actually not that far away. Okay, I'm gonna holler at that one. So right, if you <laughs> miss this one, catch it in seven years. You guys are you fine. Know, oh, good. Thank you. From my window <laughs> up to the sky, a little. I mean, just a little bit to see like where no, the I sun thought. was, and I thought I hurt my eyes. Of course, it could have been in my head. I'm a total hypochondriac. Oh, I looked up at the sun. This I'm brings like, me to my, my meme of the week. I have a meme of the yeah. week, guys. It's Trump looking up into the sun. Hilarious yeah. memes. He didn't give a shit. He did not give a shit. He's like, Gla- what, what glasses? Glasses. I was going to go into a whole... <laughs> she does the most amazing Donald Trump impression. I was going to go into it. I was going to read the meme. But I'm going to show you guys the meme. It, it's basically just all over. Uh, yeah, all he over social even... media. Of course, now I can't open it up. Hilarious. I'm going to put... It's going to be on It's going to be on the blog. But it's just uh, Trump looking up. He did use the glasses for like... For the whole first half, and then oh, we have some. We have people outside. Yes, they're we waving through the window. It's, Come on in. Hi guys. Oh. it's our two hundredth episode of our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. What are your names? Yes. Donnell. Don- 
Donnell. John L. John L. Joy. Joy. Kanasia. 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 So listen, I'm inviting y'all somewhere. Tomorrow, from 5 to 7, we are having a Hey Phrase pop-up happy hour right at Whitlow's, right? Whitlow's on Wilson, right down here. Okay. Yeah. From 5 to 7. Come have a couple of cocktails with us. Yes, I definitely will. And download us. Listen to us on Spotify. Y'all are so cute. Yes, you guys are really cute. We're going to post your picture up on our social media. Thanks for coming in. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for stopping by. See ya. Amazing. Okay, got so street fans. I know street fans. <laughs> know, that's right. the, that's what this podcast Perks does. Of having this window right here. I know the podcast. People love like coming in. It's it. Yeah, they come right in. So we so got memes else? from this. We got okay. babies. Babies are being named after the eclipse. Um, there was a couple. The baby was born literally right when the eclipse was happening, mm-hmm. at the moment, and they, they named her eclipse. Oh my god, I love that. They named her eclipse. Do you remember the Mitzi South Carolina eclipse? couple? Oh I'm yeah, that car. There were weddings during Eclipse, and everybody got glasses as like a little party saver. Mm-hmm. And they did the vows right at the time. And then after they did, like you know, you you're now, you're now husband and wife. They everybody looked up with the glasses on, and it was like a moment to be remembered. Oh, it was awesome. beautiful. So, okay, so the next one will be in seven years. Yeah, yeah only, but it's I think it's going to be not a coast to coast one, but just an Eclipse. Oh, now the coast to coast one rarely happens, and when it's like the whole path of totality. That's that amazing. Thing. We had I had a, I read all about it. Good. But I, I was God. kind of a nerd about it. You but I was really so excited. We don't have to. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, and don't forget, everyone, get your uh, get your jackpot tickets tonight. They're now oh, seven hundred million. This is the second largest oh, ever. I'm going. Have you? How many are you well, gonna have get? You not, I don't know. I was reading. You know, so AJ had sent all of her, her prep to us beforehand, and you were saying that the chances are what one in two hundred forty-two million. Yeah. How did you know? Yeah. One in two hundred. Ninety-two million. One in time. I, I think I'll probably buy five. Now, do you just do random, random or do you pick your own numbers? I'll random pick. I, I mean, are you? Look, I don't normally play the lottery. Do you? No. I don't. But I don't I'd either. like to. I'm going to today. I mean, I will today too. I'll absolutely buy. I always play when it gets big, you know. Which Damn. is what the opposite what strategy. What would What would be the first thing you do with the money? Yeah, I want to ask you guys. What would you do with the money? Um, I don't know. I haven't even thought about it. I guess everybody. Think about like, it. You got seven hundred million dollars. That's seven hundred million options. I got some advice for you. You do. What would it be? Some financial planners say whoever wins tonight's Powerball jackpot should immediately move to Puerto Rico. Federal income tax is only four percent. Really? Oh well, then put we're all your money there. in Swiss bank accounts. Isn't that illegal? Hide the- <laughs> <laughs> this is some shady. This is like some bad advice. Yeah, this is some shady ass well, advice. Would like you I'm still work? Would you still do the podcast yeah, if you absolutely. have seven hundred million dollars? Yeah, you gotta remain normal. You have a lot of new friends. You gotta remain normal, <laughs> and you gotta remain try to remain yeah. anonymous. Because you know they all they do is share those stories of people that win the lottery and then they're broke five years later. Sure. Like they got nothing left. Yeah. You gotta like keep on keeping the normalcy. To I'd keep give the it money. a good run for about three months. <laughs> I try to put a dent in it, but then I If you come don't back show down. up next Wednesday, we know why. Exactly. You have won. <laughs> you're out. Got this cough. It's going to linger oh for the they next say, 30 um, years. You're out. 38% of people would rather win the lottery than find the love of their life. Really? <laughs> That's it's 38%. Tough. That's pretty huge. And would, you mar- um, would you rather marry Dan or win the Powerball? Well, of course, win the Powerball. He feels the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're talking $700 million? Yeah, please. Dan, who? What? Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, give me $5 billion, I'm out, too. He'd be like, bye, boo. I love it. Yeah, I love, I love it. him. That's amazing. What else do I have? Uh, 3% of people would dump a spouse for $10,000. Oh, God, this that's not all- enough. <laughs> what? They dump their spouse for ten grand? That's it? That's crazy. Yeah, that's a ridiculous number. Uh, 95% of Powerball tickets are computer-generated. So The, quick the picks, ones that win. 
right? No, just in general. Like, a oh. lot of people always do the quick, I do yeah, quick now that, Because now I the hear ones so that many win, people win. You have the stats on that? The ones that the have ones actually that won? <laughs> are they all computer generated? I see I never have those type of stats. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have the stats that are halfway there, and it's people, someone asked me another question, I'm like, yeah, I don't got that. I, I I missed the mark on that one. Oh my God. Well, anyway, it's it's a great thing to fantasize yeah. about, right? I mean, yes, I'll participate is. at seven hundred million. Seven hundred mil. Why not? Why oh, not? Go Add to the cause. I All right, guys. Help a lot of people. Yeah. I love you. Two hundred episode. Be there tomorrow. Whitlow's on Wilson, five Whitlow's to seven p.m. Wilson. That's going to be so much fun. Seven. We got a hundred dollar bar tab to go through. So the first, there's three dollar like Miller Lights. Yeah, everything Bud Lights. is like fifty cents, right? <laughs> Crazy, we're all going to be drunk. So everything's $2 for our 200th anniversary. <laughs> and I have the weirdest work schedule. Thank you, guys. Where can people find you, by the way, and follow you? At the Andrea J. Lopez. Love I it. I love it. Be you sure are to follow fantastic. Her there. Thank you, Paul. You look great. You smell great. I just adore sitting next to you. <laughs> love it. I do. Love I love it. it. Tomorrow is my day off, guys. I never get a day off in any type oh. sort of way. So Thursday and Friday are my day off, and then I'm back on the grind on Saturday, so you know my drunk ass will be there tomorrow. Woo. All right, good. Well, there's a couple stories you can weigh in on that we didn't get to. One of them, oh, I'm excited, I yeah. wanted to hear your opinions on this, the Catholic priest. Um, yes. This story made national news, but he's actually local. Um, but a priest has come out and basically says that he's stepping down after revealing that he was a KKK member decades ago. And, Paul, you and I, you were asking this question, which I thought was a good one, is um, this, by the way, this priest like came out himself it mm. wasn't like he was outed or someone at least that we know of right. wasn't being like blackmailed to come out like he basically goes look but he probably knew someone was hot on his trail though that's you usually think? when you yeah when you come out about stuff yeah. so 40 years ago william atchinson was a university of maryland student and a kkk member Damn. who burned across in the front yard of a black newlywed couple's home Ooh. he was sentenced to jail time in order to pay twenty thousand dollars to the family then he says that god changed his heart atchinson went on to attend seminary in rome was ordained as a Catholic priest. He returned to the East Coast and served at several Virginia parishes, including most recently at St. Leo in Fairfax, and he's been there for four years. He says, seeing the recent images from the deadly white supremacists and white nationalist rally in Charlottesville spurred him to make a confession of his own. He wrote an essay that he publicly posted in the Arlington Catholic Herald this week about his KK involvement. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 
minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy.
and he's stepping down. So what do you? I think he should have stayed. Think? I think he should have, you know, admitting it is fine. Right. But why, you know, after all those years, love and forgiveness and. You know, isn't that what he's based on? Well, don't you feel like too so many people could learn from him, like that Absolutely. have hate in their hearts and then Did sort he of turn it around? Forty years ago. Forty years ago. Oh yes. God, it's time to move on. I mean, forgive the man if he truly feels like he's changed and God changed his heart and he did the work. Don't you think that weighs on you though? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you almost like we were talking about what would what would we confess today? It's our two hundredth you know right. show. Like, what would we confess on the show? And I, I mean, I feel like I share everything. I'm trying to think. Um, I my only things that I don't share are things that would affect other people that sure. I love that have asked me not to share them. You know what I mean? But I've participated, so <clears> I, <throat> I would love to share those, but they, they don't feel the same. Yeah. So right. I can't share those. But anything about myself, I'm trying to think. Um, you have anything you want to confess? Oh, God, this is so funny. You bring Besides up a priest. Sex tape? What is it? Well, I was going to say, yeah, he, he did already. I know. I told you. I told you. I screwed Elmo. I told you. Wait, did I tell I told you about the, the fake ecstasy thing that I yeah. took that time? Um, I mean, I've kind of done a lot, but I feel like it should come up organically. I don't know. I know, me neither. I, I really don't. I try to share everything I can. But I thought that story was an interesting one. Atchison is 62 years old now, and he, he says, when I think back on burning crosses, a threatening letter, and so on, I feel as though I'm speaking of somebody else. It's hard to believe that was me. Mm. Uh, Atchison, Atchison served with the Catholic Church in Nevada before being transferred to Arlington. Um and he was ordained in 1988. I thought that was pretty brave to come out. And I feel like a lot of people can learn from that story. Very sad that, you know, people harbor that. Mm. But anyway, I'm sure it's very therapeutic. To I'll confess something. Ooh. Ooh. I'll confess okay. something. <laughs> well, it's not like, it's like, it's not I keep talking, so juicy. It's not so juicy, but it's like a continuation of something that I've shared with the viewers, okay. uh, the listeners. And they actually, um, one of the listeners tweeted me the other day to say she was listening to episode 178 and how's Michael? Oh, well, I yeah. have to confess something. I have to confess that, like, I think about him all the time. And it's really blocking me from moving forward in, seriously in other relationships. So for people that don't know, uh, the person that I saw for a long time, and we he lived in Ireland. We dated when I was very, in my early 20s in New York City, and then he lived with me in New York. But we've kept in contact all these years. And we talked every day. And then last June, he went out, he drank, and he got drunk. He threw up in his mouth. He choked. And then right. he was in a coma for four months. And now he's basically been in a... He's not vegetative. Like, he's awake, but he can't speak. He has only use of his left arm. Um, he can't speak, and he doesn't... You know, right. really, people don't know if he can recognize them or whatever is going on. But it's like I had this fear of going to visit... What's the fear? What's the the, fear I feel like we is, might have touched on this, but what is the fear of, of going? Well, what I think it is, is that I remember him with so much life. You right. know, fun, fun, fun. And it's so crazy. I just had a total meltdown, like, yesterday because um, I would go through my uh, voicemail messages. Right. And I didn't realize that. You know, I guess every now and again they get de- they delete themselves or whatever. Oh sure, yeah, you know, yeah. If, yeah. if it's you been leave them long too enough. long, but I play it. But anyway, so the one that I play, like I went to go find it and it wasn't there. I was like, oh my god, that's so crazy. That was like my last voicemail message, you know. Mm. So, but I I think that when I had that moment yesterday, I think I made the decision that I will go see him because some of my friends have said, don't go. You just need to move on with your life. Like that's done. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for me, I feel 
that I should go. So I contacted, uh, for some reason, his family has not been responding to me. Right, we remember that. that. Yeah, and then you reached out to a friend, right? And that guy did write you back and basically said, did he say that he thought Michael would want to see you? He and did. Michael was like kind of doing better. And then, so when I contacted the guy like yesterday, he said that, you know, Michael's family has confessed that they feel like the reason why he's there in this nursing home in this state is because he is gay. So, yeah, so the family has basically forbid this other guy to go yes. see him. Yes, I remember you. Yeah, yes, you were telling me this. But happened. Oh, okay. Well, I thought there was something about that. Like, maybe, maybe well, you I was, thought I that suspect, they were funny. Yeah, yeah, I was like, why aren't they calling me back? It's so weird. So, anyway, the guy's like, well, you can come and we can, you know, the family goes in the morning. We can go in the afternoon. I was like, look, if I come over there, I'm right. coming up and through there, okay? Yeah. I don't care who's up in there because that family knows me and they know how how special you know he he is to me. So I believe I will go in September. Right. And I want to do this before my big birthday in October. I want to have that moment, redefine the relationship, you know, in my head, meet him where he is, tell him that I love him, and then you know then I will move on. Yeah, it's a but big I think year. it's been a block. I really do. And 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 it's made me a little like I'll have swings of up and down. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Then I think you really should go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Sounds like it's time to really. I'm gonna go. So that's my that. confession. So I do my big. Oh, good morning, everybody. But sometimes I'm just not feeling that way, and I want to get yeah. back to that because this is weighing more and more on me. Yeah. No, you know? I get that. I yeah. get that. I feel like that is really. And I'm also hard. fearful something will happen to him in all this time I've waited. You know, yeah. like because because. You know, it's hard to be in this state just, you know, infinitely. Like, you know, I don't know what's going on with his health. So I just want to go and I want to figure that out. Right. And people like, that's such a major trip, but I think it's worth it. I mean, would you go after that long? Yeah, I think you mm-hmm. should only because it keeps weighing on your mind. And, mm-hmm. you know, you and I have talked about, I mean, I'm the same way. I have things in my past that, like, keep coming up, you know, and you go to therapy to deal with that or you try and talk to the person about it. So I think it's worth, even if what, who knows, maybe you don't even see Michael when you go. You don't know what his family's going through, what their feelings are towards Mike, you know, and you don't know. I feel like too, you don't always know the inner workings of like what Michael might have been doing or or been like with them right before the incident. So, Mm -hmm. but I think going will bring some sort of resolution. Sure. And I think for you, because you are you have such a great heart, mm-hmm. so I think even the peace of mind knowing that you went and tried yeah. will probably be enough to, for you to go, you know what, I did everything I could. And, you know, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to see people in our lives get sure. sick or deteriorate. But I think for you it would close that chapter because it seems to come back up. So It I, does I come back that. up. And I feel... Like, because I love this podcast so much and the people, like, I'm a little emotionally hungover today. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I'm, like, not really able to do all that, like, uh, cartwheeling and, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just not in this today, but I'm I'm thrilled that this is our 200th episode, and I'm thrilled that we're having this happy hour tomorrow, but I'm a little, like, the real, the human side is, like, ugh. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I yeah. think that's great that you're honest about mm-hmm. that because, you know, it's hard to always be up and happy. And don't mm-hmm. you think, too, like part of the journey in life is like learning that, you know, it's hard for us. And I, I think I'm more, I'm way more of a recluse than you are. But, but you must feel pressure all the time to be on. I always. 
always want, oh, sure. I always want for you to not feel that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I think I do, um, but I enjoy making people laugh and having fun and being the good time guy because people really are having a moment right now in life. Like, we're oh, unsure yeah. about, scary. you know, walking down the street, who's our friend, who's our enemy, like, where are we safe, like, you know, yeah. that whole thing. So I enjoy having those moments where we just cut loose and laugh and have a good time. But, you know, real life will sneak up on you. Yeah. And so some things you do have to deal with. And, and someone was saying to me yesterday, like, well, you should try therapy. And I said, hmm, black yes. folks don't go to therapy. Like, I was having a joke. I was having a joke, obviously, if you go to therapy. But and I thought about you, and I said, maybe I will, because I've never gone to a therapist. Oh, my God, I couldn't survive without one. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's hard. It's hard to navigate things. And, um, and you know, I mean, I've shared things with you personally that I don't always want to put out on this show because of, uh, you know, I'm... Uh, I don't know how the other people are going to react. And mm-hmm. so, and there's some things I can say and can't say, but therapy helps me through all that. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. And, and find out what you need to keep you healthy. Absolutely. So this 200 is a very special, it uh, it's a very important number. And it's making me kind of want to fix a few things that I feel like I need to fix in my life. And this, is, and this is one of them. But I I'm thrilled that. to be going forward um, with you and with these listeners and yeah Yay. I think it's great I love you guys thanks for listening to me well two more so people <laughs> love when you go people love that they I was just uh, with Lozette Wilson we're going there and yeah. this guy Mark who's who's hooked up the whole situation was like oh my god I love the, the show with Paul and oh I, that's great and I think too like and I, I want to say this because I'm sure people will and you were there when Sammy was there and I'm very mm-hmm. grateful for where Sammy brought it and you were kind of there from the start, and mm-hmm. you would sort of jump in and co-host with us. And mm-hmm. so I love that you have stepped in, and people love you just as sure. much. You know, Absolutely. I think that's really awesome. Absolutely, so. oh, I'm I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful, but I think there is a slight bit of guilt when oh. I don't feel totally on. You know, like oh wait, they didn't laugh today, or you know, I want the because I know people use this show as a release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I want to be mean. that for them, and it is authentic. Right. Do you know, right. 99.9% of the time. <laughs> sure, for anybody, it's tough. Right. You know, you come right. in. Right. Well, two more stories we okay. can get to. And then um, last week, I did a puppy, a puppy happy hour podcast yes, yes. with some great local bloggers. There's a woman that runs at Dining Traveler at Spicy Candy DC. And... Um, Hangry District is also the, the website, and it's this woman, Michelle, runs it. But anyway, the three women were really cool because they talked about why women of color need to be blogging more, which I mm-hmm. thought was a great discussion. Mm-hmm. They talked about the next big trend for um, bloggers and podcasters, which I thought was awesome. And then um, the Hangry District woman talked about the most overrated restaurant in D.C., which I thought was great. So if you're, if you're a local D.C. person, oh, I think I you'll find it. it. So we'll air that at the, end of, at the end of the show. But two other quick stories um, that you and I were talking about. So are you surprised to hear, hear, Paul, that the waiting industry, the food industry, has the most alcoholics? Um, There's a new article out, Why Waiters Drink and Why It Matters. And it basically says the service industry of bartenders, waitresses, waiters, um, is becoming more and more prevalent as fewer and fewer Americans want to cook in. But the issue is that it has the highest percentage of alcoholics in the business. And they say not only that, but... The part of it stems from that almost alcoholism is contagious in these environments. Mm, okay. So a lot of the time you have a bar manager or restaurant manager who's an alcoholic, and then you're more likely to be one. Sure. Do you know anybody in the business that 
that has that? Lots. And I yeah. can see how that could happen. And you could, listen, you have people coming into these restaurants that have such a high expectation, completely unreasonable sometimes expectation of yeah. how they should be served and what's right to them and what, you know, and they don't realize at home, like, you don't get all that. And of course, I know they're coming out, they're paying their money, but I've just, I hear it because I'm out a lot. And I hear people just with their expectation, they got these people running back and forth. And of course, you know, afterwards, they're always like, I need a drink. And I totally get it. Right. You know? You have a 20%, nearly 20% of all workers in the food industry are um, are either alcoholics or using some sort of substance, they say. Um, that that percentage is, is especially jarring when you consider that the restaurant industry is the second largest private sector employer. They say it's also a misconception that restaurants are staffed by college students and 20-somethings, making it easy to pass off substance abuse as a result of unmotivated employees or immaturity of a younger workforce. They say that's not true. More and more people in their 30s and 40s are career waiters and waitresses wow. who have serious issues. I can so, see that. Yeah, yeah, I'd be curious. People, mm-hmm. um, we love when you send us your feedback on the show. So email Sarah at HeyFrage.com, Paul sure. Wharton Style at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a lot of people that listen to this in the waiting biz- business. Absolutely. I'd be curious to find out. Absolutely. Uh, lastly, a pastor says that he was hacked, that he did not uh, message on Nicki Minaj's Instagram that he wants to eat her booty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did he write booty? Yeah, quote, I'd love to eat your booty, was what he put on it. Uh, William Henry Dewberry III is a pastor at Church of God in Christ in Memphis, Tennessee. He denies claims that he wrote explicit comments on an Instagram photo of Nicki Minaj. He went on to write that the account was an impersonator, and he wrote, quote, saints, I need your help, he wrote on Facebook status, um, which he since made private. Somebody created a fake Instagram page under my name. The account has been active and used regularly since January 2016. Uh, <laughs> pastor Dewberry. That is suspect. Right. Dewberry. Dewberry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something right. You need to do better. <laughs> Something right. Do better, Dewberry. <laughs> do better, Dewberry. In another alleged incident, Dewberry verbally attacked a woman um, that he, on the account, which was from a couple months ago, he hasn't addressed that one, but that's leading a lot of people to go, well, if you verbally attack this woman, chances are it might be you wanting yeah. to eat her ass. This uh, is, by the way, this is a picture of her that he commented on, and she's, that... Her butt Damn. actually does look delicious. So. That ass do look good. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people... Is that I mean, ass fake? Is that ass real? Yeah, fake. Yeah. It's fake. It's pretty fake. <laughs> it's pretty fake. Yeah, I don't know. You know, these pastors, yeah. they're certainly not the moral authority, I well, mean, by any means, a had, lot of these guys. I thought you had a good reason for this. You said ambient. Oh, well, I was saying for me... <laughs> You know, I need a little help to go to sleep yeah. at night. So I take, like, I split a 10-milligram Ambien. I split it in half. I take five milligrams. And I always split my Ambien. And then I, as I get a little sleepy, I hide all my, my phone. I, like, put my, you know, I don't hide it totally, but I put it out of reach. That I've never taken Ambien, but I've known a lot of people that have. And they all say the same thing, that you have to, like... You have to, like, go immediately to bed. You can't, like, they'll shave themselves. Like, all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh, my gosh. The things that I say to people, if they would call me and I answer the phone, it's like I start talking total gibberish. It's not good. Really? It's not good. So you think he might have had an Ambien He had a hit of Ambien, right? (laughs) I mean, he could have. And then that booty. Right. You reveal the truth. (laughs) 
All right, we're going to get up next with this um, podcast interview of some local podcasters sharing their secrets, but also check out our partner, Pace the Nation Podcast. They've got a great podcast all about running, fitness, health. You'll love these guys. We are fans. You can find them on iTunes. It's all by Pacers Running Store. Runpacers.com backslash podcast, or like I said, you can just Google Pace the Nation for our pal Chris Farley and his buddy who do the podcast every week. Check them out. Oh, I love you. Love you guys. Happy 200. See you tomorrow with Lowe's. Love you. Yes, be sure to come to Whitlow's on Wilson, 5 to 7 p.m. tomorrow night. And here's our blogger interview. So we're here tonight, and uh, AJ is my co-host. She's amazing. Hello, friends. Are, are you also going to Snapchat in this, too? Because you do great social media for me. Yeah, we're snapping. We're Yeah, we're, do, we're doing it all. Anyway, so you can follow some of these cool bloggers. They really, they're unbelievable. I mean, they make my little piddly uh, Instagram look like shit. And then Sebastian Loves Luna is like these dogs that, yes. they've got like 80,000 followers. They're they insane. Do. Yeah, they look like they're in love all the time. It's nuts. They're the cutest dogs. And they're all dressed up. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you can follow at Swatch Room or at Maggie O'Neill, at Dining Traveler, at Chelsea Santa, and at Spicy Candy DC, and, of course, at Hey Fresh. All right, Carla, sit on down. Got you. Yes. Carla runs the, you have a very popular Instagram as well, and blog. Yes, I have a lifestyle blog. You've done a heck of a job oh, to grow you. your blog. What's some, you know, people still want to get into blogging sometimes and podcasting. What's like the, the thing that people don't anticipate about your business when they go, hey, I'm going to start a blog or I'm going to start, um, you know? I think it's being persistent. I think that a lot of people kind of get in it because it's fun. It is fun, you know? Right. But it's also, it's also a lot of work to keep it. And like, you know, you have to constantly be inspired by everything around you and come out with topics. And when you're a blogger or you have a podcast, as you know, you kind of do it all on your own. Yes. Uh, I basically handle my social media. I do the writing. I come out with the creative, you know, with the creative projects that I do. So, what do you think the next trend is for for you know? I feel like fashion bloggers since Instagram became huge, like it's just yeah. fashion blogger, fashion blogger. What do you think is the next big wave within the blogging community, podcasting, Instagram? Um, I think that a lot of people like to see behind the scenes and just kind of going live on anything. So I think that's the big thing. I think that with Instagram, you kind of filter a lot of things, but I think that people are kind of trying to figure out, like, you know, want to see what's what's real about you. So I feel like a lot of people are going to turn into, like, live Facebook, and I mean, they're already doing it, you know, but I think that people are always a bit more curious to kind of know who you really are behind that filter that you might put out there. You are awesome. Spicy Candy DC. Follow Carla. She's an incredible woman. Well, let's get Jessica on. She's like, this woman already. Jessica, are you ready to go live on the podcast? Okay, you can. Jessica, by the way, and she's got DiningTraveler.com. You can follow her at DiningTraveler. At DiningTraveler, yes. These microphones are really funny. You have to be, like, right on it. Okay. Oh, my God. Is that good? Your daughter is so cute. How old is she? Nine nine and a half months. Nine and a half months. (laughs) Dining Traveler is all about food and travel, right? Food and travel, yes. How long ago did you start yours? I started blogging back in 2009, and I started an expat blog called The Ventures of a Puerto Rican Girl in Brussels. (gasps) And then... Because you were... Were you born in Puerto Rico? I was, uh, no, I was born in New York, raised in Puerto Rico, and I've just lived in a bunch of places, and it just so happens back in 2009, I was living in Belgium. I love talking to women from different backgrounds. So you have, you've also started kind of a women diversity, women of color. Yeah. Is that a a blog, or is it, what is that? Well, soon. It will be uh, soon a 
website, so I'm working on it right now. But um, back in 2015, I start. I uh, created a panel discussion called Women of Color Travel, and it was uh, a combination of not only bloggers and um, journalists, but also um, women that are in the travel media, so PR, um, public relations, or people that represent um, destinations. And we had a panel talking about our experiences as women, women of color, and like how there's still a void on um, telling our stories and um, and there's a misconception that we don't travel. Wow. Why is that, do you think? I think just because, you know, there's not, um, you know, I'll give you an example. Like, you know, I grew up in Puerto Rico. I'm actually writing a book about Puerto Rico. I pitch stories about Puerto Rico all the time to major uh, media outlets, and I never get a call back, but then I look at big publications, and I see that they've written stories, and I research the person that wrote it, and they have nothing to do with Puerto Rico. So. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's um you know it's a bit frustrating and I think but the great thing about the blog is that you create your own platform and um, you create um, your audience that you know um, I don't have to depend I'm I'm my own editor which is great and um, and I'm and I'm very thankful for social media and for a blog to have my own platform I don't have to wait for somebody to call me back and allow me to to share my story. I love, just the few minutes we've been talking, I love, love, love that you are a Puerto Rican woman pitching about Puerto Rican trouble. That is phenomenal. What's something else in the Puerto Rican community for women, and a topic, a subject, something that just doesn't get discussed except for within your community that you'd love to shed light to? I think it's the diversity that exists within our Puerto Rican community. I think that because we, um, being U.S. citizens, which a lot of people don't know, um, that we... They don't? <laughs> You'll be surprised. People are like, what currency do they use in Puerto Rico? What? Um, oh, my God. we got to do a test. <laughs> Seriously. People do know that Puerto Rico is basically like the 51st state, right? Like, it's, it's essentially like America. <laughs> it's closer than Hawaii, you know. Um, but um, so I think that there is a lot of um, diversity within the community. Like, some of the concerns of people that live in Puerto Rico, in, um, in the island, are different than Puerto Ricans that live in the United States. You know, there's different challenges um, within our communities. I think um, also... So we've always been a very matriarchal society, I feel like, you know, even though it's like kind of, you know, the, on the surface is macho, but um, there's so many women out there, and especially when I go back to when, I'm, when I was writing my book about Puerto Rico, like, I just met so many women doing awesome things, like opening restaurants and um, yes. in the PR scene and uh, just um, doing, uh, going back to agriculture is one of the things that um, be due to the budget crisis, you have a lot of people, um, like this woman that I met, she pretty much took over her father's um, coffee farm and wow. like elevated it to a huge brand so it was like from before it was just this like you know little coffee farm and now she has like three coffee shops in san juan and she and she's like very she created this big brand that is phenomenal <laughs> dining traveler follow jessica you are you. very <laughs> inspiring we are rooting for you and a lot of people a lot of women listen to this so i hope somebody hears that you are writing and pitching about puerto rican travel you'll get there Michelle, get over here. Michelle, I have so many questions about a food, food blogging. What do you think of Tom Siatsima from the Washington Post? Is that guy an asshole or what? No, I have a really good story. I actually have a really, really good story about I, it. The only reason I say that is I, I am obsessed with Tom Siatsima. Like I, I used his entire dining guide when I went to New yeah. Orleans, and it was so phenomenal. And ever since, I email him every couple of months to do an interview on my podcast, and he never responds. Never, and I'm like, but you know I can what, tell Tom? You how. Really? Give me the scoop. Tell me the story about Tom Siatsima. Right, I'm dying you, to meet him. I'll give you the, um, the, the quick story, but I... I um, also am, am obsessed with Tom, 
and you know I've been wanting to write about food since I was in college. So I used to also email him every day to ask if I could intern like, for free. He must hate all these emails. By the way, for anyone that doesn't know, Tom Sansima is the Washington Post food critic. Has been for years. I mean, years. super renowned. Yes. Has eaten everywhere. Five star. Gone all. They send that man every, everywhere. Every country. Every five star yeah. best restaurant. Which is my story. And and he really does have. I mean, when I've taken it, he, he knows his shit. Yeah, it's really oh, good. Okay. Oh yeah, please. Oh, I curse all the time. <laughs> so. Um, I, uh, I don't know if you know, but there was this, there's this chef named Rene Redzepi. He has this world-famous uh, restaurant called Noma in Copenhagen. Yes. So heard of I, uh, he opened a pop-up this year um, from, uh, like, April to June. And um, I've been following it because he sources hyper-local. You know, he's really renowned in his, in his craft. He's very well-known for just super, super local, like everything, like within 20 miles of the restaurant. Wow. So it's something that I've been looking forward to and... Um, just watching the process and thinking how amazing would it be if I could go to this restaurant, right? So today, or today, this year I turned 30. So it was a big monumental Love it. So my boyfriend just looked it up, looked up the restaurant. It was in Mexico um, to see, you know, for shits and giggles, like how much it would be. Low cost of $750 per person. $750 per person. Yes. Holy and shit. Not only that, but, you know, you have to get to Mexico. And the reservations had been sold out in two minutes for months, right? So, Oh, my God. So we were like, oh, whatever, haha. Well, then, one morning, I opened up my Twitter. And I don't even tweet that much, but I just opened up Twitter for some strange reason. And Tom... Our boy had tweeted, Reader has two extra tickets to Noma, Mexico. Reach out. What? So I reply something insane, like, yes. Like, the dumbest reply. Tom Sietz, but yes. Like, thinking that he's already given them away or, you know, he's already gotten. No, he replies, instant tears. I just start crying instantly, right? No reason, no, no, like, reasonable reaction. (laughs) I just start crying. And within, like, 20 minutes, because I do have a food blog, um, and it was on my signature, so I was hoping maybe that would give me some cred, and it did. Oh, that's awesome! And that's so great! so I was put in touch with the people that had the tickets. I just booked plane tickets. <gasps> my boyfriend's like, I saw an email um, that we're going to Mexico, and I was like, just don't worry about it. <laughs> don't ask questions. All right, rapid fire here. Are you for Yelp or against Yelp? I'm for Yelp if you're traveling to a city that you are unfamiliar with because it will show you some, you know, spots in the area. But also Google has this this thing that's where the locals eat, which I highly recommend. Um, But I'm not into Yelp reviewers. Any restaurant you'd name that is overrated? I'll tell you which one I think is overrated. Really? What? Haleo. Oh, I agree. Another good one. What the hell is up with that? I know. I, I agree. have been multiple times. Sorry, because I love Jose Andres. Like I do too. Like, He's heart and soul, so cute. But get, no, it's not good. I just don't think. It's Tell good. us again all your social media. Where can people find you? Um, so blog is hangrydistrict.com um, at Hangry Michelle, and then Hangry District on Facebook and at Hangry Michelle on Twitter. So, Michelle, yeah. awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Tom Siasima. We have the same story. Yeah, he's a dude.